Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dream Podcast. Through this audio platform, you will yearn to achieve, rise, reject mediocrity, discover purpose, and relentlessly pursue your destiny. The Dream Podcast, brought to you by Prodigious Studios. We do not realize our essence. We do not realize the difference. We do not realize our lights until somebody else comes up to you and says, I see you. Good people, welcome to the Dream Podcast. This one is the very, very, very special one. Uh, we're still in my interviewing series, and today we're interviewing um, a very, very, very close friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, and which inspires me a lot as well. And I know she serves as an inspiration to many out there. Um, we're also going to speak about how her and I got to know one another, which is a very, very interesting story. Um, today on the Dream Podcast, we have Andy Lebiana. And she's a creative digital content creator. Um, Andy Lebiana is a South African creative. She's a social media influencer who uses her neck for fashion, beauty, and storytelling as part of her entrepreneurial arsenal. Andile is a model represented by Cape Town-based creative agency, My Friend Ned. Um, Andile was born in Umtata in the Eastern Cape, but raised and has spent most of her life in Johannesburg. She's currently studying towards towards her BA degree in philosophy, politics, and economics. Andila uses her social media platforms as content channels catering to her niche audience, expressing her love and passion for African beauty, fashion, and storytelling. Sharing unique stories is what drives her to create the digital content, which has seen her feature in campaigns across the multimedia spectrum. With her face and work gracing billboards, magazines, and TV, both locally and internationally. Andy Le, welcome to the Dream Podcast. Thank you for being on the line. Oh my gosh, that is such an amazing intro. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, one thing I like to do when I interview um, people is I like to I like to speak on their profile because I think we need platforms that acknowledge achievements and acknowledge achievements of excellence. In particular, black excellence right. as well. Yeah, so so thank you for being here. It's re- it really is an honor to have you on here. Are you good? I'm good as well. Like a, ve- a very well-researched bio on me. Like, wow, I'm flattered. Yeah. Of course, of course, we do our thing. <laughs> I'm literally <yeah>. grinning. <laughs> we do our thing, we do our thing. So look, one thing that inspires you, that inspires me about you, that draws me to you and that draws me to your story, that's actually the re- main reason why I reached out to you. That's how we met, how we got to know one another, is how you're passionate about the South African and even at large, the African context as well. And you express this passion and express this um, interest through your work and your art. What inspired you to start doing that? I think growing up and being influenced by the European story and being lost as a kid, because I feel our media, our storytelling, our books, our lifestyle was consumed by European perspective. And it got me really lost as a black young African child. And I took it upon myself to do research and try to find out who am I, try to find stories that related so much to me, that spoke about my experiences. And I think more than anything, it's just wanting to have to express myself through these stories. So, hey, I I took it upon myself and I'm like, let me be a capitalist for other young black kids that are not exposed to such. Let me be their storyteller. Let me take it upon myself to say, hey, black child, you're relevant. Mm 
you are important and there is a platform for you. So I'm just like, why not? Why wait for European perspective where you can, as a black African child, tell your own story? Mm, mm, mm. That's very true. That's very true. And what? When did you think it was upon you to 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 begin seeing, begin assisting others to see the light that they should be embracing their identity? So when did you start? So when did I start? It started in matric. So I did art as a subject, and. Uh, we had a final year project and the name of the project was Who Do You Think You Are? So um, our teacher literally forced us to think deep. She's like, don't tell me you're black. Don't tell me you're Kosa. Don't tell me um, all the things I know about you. I need you to think deep and tell me something I do not know about you. And that process led me to discovering who Andy Libiana is mm-hmm. and what I stand for and what story I want the universe, society to know me of. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow, no, 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 yeah. that's big. That that's really big. And you know, um, I think we need a lot of people who will just embrace who they are and the context in which they come from and tell that story. You know what I mean? Like I think people are just scared to tell their story or they're afraid or they're in fear. Why do you think so? Why is that the case? I think let's have the thing is people reflect their insecurities upon everybody else. And we live in a society that tells us what we should be and what we shouldn't. And then you find people being so lost with who they are, whereby, you know what, you get exhausted. It's, it really gets tiring to be always trying to be shoved to fit in a specific box when you really were catered to fit outside a box. So mm. I think with me, I got tired of that. And I was like, you know what, screw what the world thinks. Does it make Antilepiana happy? No, it doesn't. Abazutinabantu syndrome will literally have you frozen and you will not grow and you will not see beyond your ability. So I got sick and tired of that. I got sick and tired of making everybody else happy whereby Antilepiana is not happy. So the moment you start realizing that I am done satisfying people and society is the day you actually find who you truly are and you'll be able to express that story with confidence and not caring who or what thinks. Mm-hmm. Wow, not caring who or what thinks. And and what you just said now actually goes hand in hand with a tweet I once, I once saw you write. I think it was six days ago. How you wrote um, how some girl came up to you and told you that they know you and, you know, you're an influencer that they, they follow. How was that for you? Because in the tweets, I think you said the moral of the story is just because you got a certain amount of followers doesn't mean that you're irrelevant. I think, I think let's have a, we, we do not realize our essence. We do not realize the difference. We do not realize our lights until somebody else comes up to you and says, I see you and you're making a difference. And I think it's, it's, it's that constant validation you want from apparently that constant validation you want from society that cripples us because just because you're not getting that, that, that 60 K follower, just because you're not getting that like, that doesn't mean no one sees you. That doesn't mean you're not making any difference. Fact is whether you're sitting on hundred followers, someone is inspired by you. Someone is touched by you. Someone sees you. And that's the beauty of it. I was really amazed. I, I won't lie to you. Like, you sit with yourself and you like constantly see yourself doing work and it's work on a regular basis. But when you actually meet someone and they say, I acknowledge you and I see what you're doing and I love what you're doing. Yeah, man, yeah. it feels good. 
Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a big moment for you, right? It is, it is. It, it just goes to explain that, look, you're making a difference, whether it's with three people, one people, no people, you're still making a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's very true. You know, I remember the first day I reached out to you. I actually reached out to you on on DMs, right? Because I remember it was the 11th of June, 2019. It was the day after my wow. birthday. <laughs> it was it was the day it was the day after my birthday. I took I know I know this because I took a day off from school, right? Yeah. I think it was exam time or I took a day off from school because the show Breaking Dawn, you're on Breaking Dawn, right? Breaking Dawn yeah. would Breaking Dawn would air, I think from 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. to like 8 or 9 a.m. I could be wrong, I'm not sure. And at that time, I'm usually at school, so I never get the chance to watch Breaking Dawn. But that day, I got to watch Breaking Dawn, and you were on it, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, man, you're just doing amazing, you know? And I had to, I had to hit, you, hit you up. And I was like, amazing interview on Breaking Dawn. Speak to us about that. How was that? How was it, you know, taking such a, a huge leap and being on Breaking Dawn? Because that the show is is nationally syndicated, right? And a lot of people were watching. So how how was how how did you feel being there? Like, you know, how did you feel knowing that, you know, your presence is felt on such on such a large scale? I think let's have a for me, it actually just meant to me that you do you're going on the right path you making that difference you've always wanted. This is your time. Shine. It it just meant that. It meant that what I'm I'm at the right part, that validation of knowing that you're doing what you meant to be doing on earth. And yeah. I think that's why I'm still in awe at the fact that I think we underestimate ourselves when we do not get that big gig. When do not when we don't when we do not reach that specific goal that we've always wanted to reach for, but when it actually does happen, we we always amazed, and it, it still it still amazes me even to not now. Like I'm getting all emotional even hearing you talk about it, and I'm just like, yeah. oh wow, I actually made a difference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that, that's very true, and I think um, we put too much pressure on ourselves because we think that you know what we do in order for it to have significant impact, has to be amplified by culture and has to be approved and accepted by people out there. But there's somebody who's actually touched. Definitely. Definitely. It's the same thing um, I remember saying with a collective that I used to work with, Kumbula. And we got more international recognition compared to locally. It, it was a kick in the stomach because we wanted our people to recognize us. But it's like it always takes time. And you will not... Maybe your platform is bigger than what you think it is. You know, maybe you're limiting yourself. Mm. Maybe you keep looking in the wrong place and you're hoping for that place to actually appreciate you when God has bigger plans for you. Yeah. On the 4th of July in 2019, you posted something. You said, since embarking on my spiritual journey, I'm learning that if faith were rational, it wouldn't be by definition faith. What, 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 what does that mean to you? And what, what happened? Um, what process of maturity took place for you to, 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 to have a conceptual understanding of what faith is? I think going through that process, I had to break down walls. And walls that didn't even make sense to me. Walls that I had created. And when it comes to faith, Faith, 
faith doesn't make sense, Letabo. Faith is just trusting. Mm. And that tweet was coming from that place whereby I was learning that I'm going to lose a lot in this process. A lot is going to be shaken. Mm. A lot is going to be awakened. Mm. And that faith is not going to make sense right now. Yeah. But I need to trust it. And that's what I was going through at that time. Mm. Yeah. Another thing that draws me to you and your story is how bold you are about your faith as well. You know, how has you, how has you being bold and um, more aware of what faith is and the impact it has played in the impact it has made in your life? How has that benefited you in your career? I will be lying to you if I told you that I I do not go through storms. I do not go through doubt. I do, my faith is not shaken because every now and again, it is. And I have to continuously remind myself that I've made it this far through just trusting and having faith. Mm. And looking at that and looking at the achievements that I've achieved and looking at the processes that I've overcome has made me continuously be strong with my faith. Yeah. I don't know if you understand what I mean when I'm like, yeah. you look at past experiences and you're like, I've come this far. Mm. So what's going to make me stop now? And that is faith. Looking at that process and trusting that you've made it this far and faith has brought you that far. And trusting that process, I guess that's it. Mm. Mm. Trusting the process because the process is, is needed, you know. How has the process, how has the process um, impacted you? Has has it built your character? What have you learned in in the midst of your process? Oof. The process has 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 changed me. The process has questioned a lot of things I thought I knew about myself. The process has built me. The process has removed the blinkers I had. The process, mm. man, is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, true. It's, it's, uh, look, I look at it now and I say it's beautiful, but I'll be honest with you. It is so messy. It's mm. so scary, the table. Yeah. Um, you go through a lot, but it's necessary. It's beautiful because the end results are beautiful. And that's why I regard yeah. the process as that, as a beautiful experience. Mm. The process is a beautiful experience, even though it may not be um, pleasant in that current moment in time. But in the end, it will be beautiful. That's that's very deep. How do you feel when you're when you're driving or when you're in the car? How do you feel when you see your face on a billboard? How 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 is that for you? How how is it surreal <laughs> or is it or is it a, a feeling where you're like oh, I've got this in the bag? How's that feeling? Explain. How do you feel when you see yourself? I'll be honest with you. Um, I look at myself at the billboard and I think that is me. I was destined for greatness. I always say this, the greats knew they were great before anybody did. And Mm. I see myself and I'm like, yes. They were the first persons who believed they were great. Yeah. Mm. You know when you're born for greatness, even before anybody else does. Mm. And when I see myself there, I'm like, yes, this is, this is what I was destined for. I was destined for bigger things. I know I was brought 
onto the earth to shake a lot of things and mm. challenge a lot of systems yeah. and challenge a lot of beliefs. And yeah. I look at myself and I'm like, black child, you are validated. Black child, you are beautiful. Mm. Mm. So yeah. And your yeah, story. I feel, I feel very proud. Mm. And your story matters as well. I think a lot of us discredit our story because yeah. we, we... Yeah, we, definitely. Yeah, I mean, why though? I think because our stories are never appreciated. And uh, our stories come from... Our stories come from hardship. And people think, who's got time to listen to stories about hardship? Mm. And what people don't understand is hardship is like the process. You're supposed mm. to go through all of that because at the end, it's beautiful. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's very true. Because I think the reason, I think another result of us discrediting our stories is we then, um, we then accept the story that has been imposed by the world or by our situations or circumstances on us. And we believe... Definitely. Yeah, we begin to believe that we're someone else. We begin to believe that, you know, we're what our friends tell us. And deep down, we know our story, our true story. You know what I mean? Mm. I think as well, it's because of conditioning. We get conditioned to believe that our stories are not relevant, to believe our stories mean nothing. Mm. But it's up to us to actually break those barriers of that conditioning. And to realize, hey, that your voice is necessary. We need you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What can you say to to a young African um, black young lady who feels like she wants to also influence? She wants to be an influencer, not only for brands or for businesses, but she wants to influence her context. She wants to influence her space. She wants to influence the people around her so that those people may pursue a particular action, but she doesn't know where to start or she's, she's scared. She's got cold feet or she has fear. Where does, where, where can she start? What are the tools that she can use at her disposal at that moment in time? And please share a bit of your experiences as well on how you started. Okay. I'll start off firstly um, with how I started. I started with passion for fashion and um, because Andile um, did arts and at that time, I was studying law. So I couldn't express myself through art. So I decided to express myself through the way I would dress. And mm. I began documenting myself. And that was a form of, of, of my artwork, you know. And that's when I grew passion for it. But nonetheless, I always knew that being a TV personality, being in the forefront is where I actually wanted to be at. And my advice to a black young girl is you're beautiful. You need to trust yourself. Mm. Trust mm. the process. Your story yeah. matters. And start, 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 start. Start with fear. Start with no money. Start with doubt. Start with tatazel. Mm. Start during mm. that process. Start when you even yeah, think. Yeah, start with tatazel, yeah. Yeah, start yeah. even when you're in the process when you think you cannot start no more. You know, the last thing you need is to care about what people think. Mm. Like, honestly, like start thinking what you think. 
Because I think a lot of young black girls are more worried about what Abantu Bazotin are worried about yeah. if society is ready for them. You know what? Prepare them for you. Why are you waiting for yeah. them to prepare themselves for you? They will confirm around you. Yeah. Shake them if, if need be. But just start. I wish, I wish someone had said that to me every time I had self-doubt in myself that you're wasting so yeah. much time and you're investing so much time in doubting yourself where you could be spending all that time with starting. As cliche as it may sound, it really is true. Start. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Start. Start panicking. Start in fear. Start with no money. Start with no resources. Start with whatever it is that you have at your disposal at that current moment in time. Because you there is greatness in your movement, you know. Mm. And I think that's 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 really something relevant that you know that we can all relate to. We all got to. We all can relate to that in whatever journey, whatever trajectory it is that we in. You know what I mean. Um, 2018 Vaseline lip therapy campaign. Wow! Now that that was that was most probably something big for you, right? Was 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 that was that a a big accomplishment for you? I'll be honest with you, right? Um, yeah, Vaseline is a huge brand, so it was like just one of a few boxes I ticked. I think one of my biggest one of my biggest campaign was L'Oreal. Um, international campaign. Mm. That for me was my biggest campaign. And tell us, tell us about it. I think I love the fact that they wanted different types of black girls, and yeah, we spoke about what makes us beautiful as as different black girls. So we had your long, your typical long hair, coarse hair, a yeah. girl with a uh, fro. Um, a girl was freckled, and here was Andila with short hair, brown skin, yeah. and who was just comfortable with herself. And um, the campaign just explored our lifestyles. The campaign explored what we think beautiful is, what beauty is. Yeah. And yeah, I think for me, it was, it was, it was literally saying the world is changing. The world is conforming to different types of beauty. Like we are taking center stage as mm. black people. And that was beautiful. I won't yeah. lie to you. I actually felt beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as yeah, crazy as it sounded, it sounded, it meant Andilumuhle. Black child, you are necessary. Mm. You are golden. And yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's, that's something that we all got to feel, hey? In order for there to be real transformation in our culture, we've got to feel it first, right? Yes. And we need to see people we mm. can relate to. Ah, good. Now that's good. I like that one. Speak more about that one. Conclude with that one. We need to see people that we can relate to on our platforms, on television, on our brands. Speak to us about that one. I think it, it says to a black child, you can make it. If you are not seeing faces that look like you, how do you think I will feel as a young child with having aspirations and dreams and making it that far? Yeah, it'll be far-fetched if, for you. Exactly. But when I see Ulupita, I I literally think to myself, I can make it. The world is my oyster. Yeah. When I see Uzo's being, she says to me, it's possible, young girl. Wow. This was so super amazing having you on the line. Thank you for joining. Is it over? Really? And 
Yeah, I know. Okay, well, we should do another episode, I think. I think we should do another one. I'd love to actually do another one with you um, where we can just unpack more in depth about, you know, what we're speaking about and how us as young people can take up space as well. I think we need that message, right? Yeah, I enjoyed this, guys. This is so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I really enjoyed it. Of course. Oh, I really enjoyed it too. It, it was amazing. It felt like any, any last words you'd like? Yeah, of course. That's 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 the actual actual you know motive. We wanted to feel like home for everybody who's listening. Any any last words? Any any last you know words you'd like to say? You know, and maybe you can wrap up with some some something banging any closer that you can say. Oh wow! <laughs> so much pressure. Um, oh, guys, come on. My last, my last, my last words. Um, to na ushay, imtata, otungba apuna mpambile nomva. Titukuye nyamezela, utembe gule puponalo, uzaupumelela, unga yiki, uzosbini tidet, okwa kuzayenza. And that's it. And that's it. Ah. Oh. Thank you so much for being on the line. This was too sick. It was too amazing. Uh, that was Andy Lebiana, guys. Thank you to everybody who listened. Uh, check her out. Where can people reach you? Please, please let us know. Where can people reach you on your social media platforms? Yeah. Hey, y'all can reach me on Twitter as Andile underscore Biana and on Instagram, Andile underscore Biana. And on Facebook, my Facebook page is Andile Biana. Man, and that that is us signing out. Don't forget to reach out, reach out to her, check out her work. What she's doing is really amazing, and she's really, she really does serve as a catalyst for change for the African narrative and the African culture. Good people, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Remember, the true value inside of you is for you and not for you, but it's for you to make an impact and be significant. I love you all, and I want to see you in and all that you do. Peace.